Gone are the days of knights and chivalry, and yet that hasn't changed God's vision of you as a man of valor. Today, pornography is a simple mouse click away, and sexual addiction is at an epidemic level. Dr. Mark Laser is an internationally known author and speaker, the leading Christian authority on sexual addiction, and the host of Faithful and True's online radio production, The Men of Valor Program. Here now is Dr. Mark Laser. Welcome to the Men of Valor program. We have reached the final chapter, Randy. We have come to chapter 16 in our book, The Fight of Your Life, by Dr. Tim Clinton and myself. And uh, it's a very short chapter, but it's uh, kind of an important way to close in terms of encouraging men about this fight of your life. So we're going to use the opportunity of the last chapter to also, I think, uh, summarize some things. Well, I think it's interesting that you reach the final chapter of the fight of your life, and yet the chapter is titled, Your Halftime Speech, Living the Dream to Love and Be Loved. Yeah, and uh, you know, I think uh, the readers of the book will note that there's a lot of uh, athletic imagery in the book because that uh, is generally something that the average man kind of understands. Relates to. Right. And... Uh, uh, the halftime speech, I think, is a recognition that uh, as long as you're alive, the game is not over, and uh, that the battle is not over, uh, which is kind of an interesting theological point in the sense that in one way, we know that the battle is over. Christ has won the battle against sin and death, and and we hold on to that, and we we believe in the Son of God because of that. We know that we are more than conquerors um, through him uh, who loves us. And we also know that while we live on this earth, Satan continually is our enemy, our opponent, our uh, our foe, that uh, in the uh, words of that great Martin Luther hymn, seeks to work us woe. And He's going to uh, continue to attack us, and I think uh, one of the things that I think about in terms of a halftime speech is the idea that sometimes, uh, how often have you seen it be true, that the first half doesn't always go so well. And what what happens for successful teams is that they go into um, halftime. They make halftime adjustments. They make adjustments. The coaching staff has had the opportunity to see what the uh, the opponent is doing and and makes defensive and offensive adjustments and I think in many ways uh, the coaching staff that's the best at halftime adjustments uh, are that's generally the team that's going to come out in the second half and be successful. Well, I really like that analogy when we're talking about men struggling with sexual purity issues and relational betrayal because just uh, the hopeful message that it is, no matter where you are on your journey, um, it can be viewed as halftime, and you have every opportunity, no matter how old you are, to make those adjustments. It's never too late to change. It's never too late for you to make the adjustments that will lead to a successful outcome. Second half. Second half. Well, you know, let's be honest, uh, you know, before we go to our first break, that the average man, for sure, listening to this show is is a person that uh, 
you know, has had a, a rather difficult uh, first quarter, second quarter. You know, they've uh, they've uh, gotten lost in a world of sexual sin and uh, perhaps even addiction. Uh, so they've they've had some losses. You know, they've uh, committed some fairly egregious sins, many of them, and uh, uh, that can be highly discouraging. It it would appear that uh, the opponent, uh, the evil one, Satan, uh, the devil, is really having his way. Uh, uh, there's this great new movie out called uh, Woodlawn, and it's all about a football team who finally comes together in an integrated setting in 1973 in Birmingham, Alabama. And the only way they're able to come together and be successful even on the field is by um, coming to faith uh, in Jesus Christ. And uh, I love that movie in terms of the unifying uh, theme it represents that you know, uh, we can fight, we can struggle, we can struggle against ourselves, we can uh, have tried many things to be successful, but it's not until we unify ourselves in our faith in Christ that uh, we begin to get uh, our act together. And uh, so, you know, who's ever listening out there, uh, you may, you know, want to take a second look at your first half and say, say well, you know, let's make some adjustments. Uh, and let's uh, get things right, and let's figure out how to win this battle. And uh, that's a lot of uh, what this whole book is about, you know, uh, the second half, uh, you know, winning the battle, uh, and so forth. So, Here's my personal impression, okay? Uh, um, you would never say this. Well, you might <laughs> behind closed doors, but, no. but, but to the general public, you'd never come out and say it. But using that really relevant analogy, I see you as being the the Newt Rockney <laughs> of of yeah. the fight of your life because your experience, your personal story, your personal journey, your struggles, your overcoming uh, Satan and his influence. You know who better to be able to stand up in this book together with Tim Clinton, tap into all of your personal experiences. You know to give hope, to give direction, to fire up the men who are out there struggling with this. I, I just think, I see this being as a really divine intervention uh, by God in letting this book be created to reach out to the men who are struggling. And, and listen, Coach, uh, as, we have, as, we've, as we have reached your final chapter, um, I think that this message has been delivered uh, in a powerful fashion. Well, you know, what's interesting about that is, uh, among other things, and I, I appreciate the affirmation, Randy, but um, I was just thinking, too, that I, I've never uh, given a speech about winning one for the Gipper. But I think if we were to translate that, that uh, well-known Newt Rockney halftime speech to, let's win one for your wife, let's uh, win one for your sons and your daughters. Your, let's win one for your family. Your yeah. family, your grandchildren. Uh, your legacy, as we talked about on last, last, week's, show. Mm -hmm. last week's show. Um, yeah, who are we fighting for? And uh, what is the inspiration to us that will help us uh, during that halftime speech? So the, the interesting part about the term coach is that we're in a, in a field here where we have a counseling center, and what we call ourselves is a, has become an important distinction. Uh, and, you know, there are, in fact... Uh, a lot of different mental health uh, uh, licenses and, and uh, terms that you're allowed to call yourself if you have 
a certain license. If you have a medical license, you can call yourself a medical doctor. If you are a licensed therapist, uh, you can call yourself a therapist. If you're a licensed psychologist, you can call yourself a psychologist. I think, you know, most days, uh, while I am a licensed pastor and, and really function here as a, as a pastor and a counselor, therefore a pastoral counselor, that's the most often what I refer to myself as. I think a lot of days what I'm really doing is coaching, uh, you know, helping men create strategies uh, to win the fight. Well, it's it's a perfect fit and it's working well. I don't appreciate the fact when I uh, have said something <laughs> that rubs you the wrong way that I'm required to hit hit the ground and give you fifty push ups. That's uh, <laughs> I'm just thinking about your overall health, Randy. <laughs> Get down and give me fifty. Yeah, yeah and right. and no talk back. Right. Well, listen, let's do this, Mark. Let's take our break right now, and when we come back, uh, we're going to be able to take our listeners on a bit of a summary of not only what the rest of this short chapter has to hold, but also uh, as we wrap up the book itself. This has been a great series, one that we uh, I know that you and I have greatly enjoyed uh, taking the listeners through. And uh, when we come back, we'll do just that. You're listening to Dr. Mark Laser, and this is the Men of Valor program. I'll shut down the city lights, I'll lie, cheat, I'll beg and bribe to make you well, to make you well. When enemies are at your door, I'll carry you away from more if you need help, if you need help. Your hope dangling by a string, I'll share in your suffering. Do you struggle with the use of pornography? Faithful and True is a Christian-based counseling center specializing in the treatment of sexual addiction, and compulsive behavior issues. Our well-trained staff has the highest levels of clinical expertise combined with personal experience to understand and effectively treat your sexual addiction. We have a proven track record for helping men who are seeking a transformation in their lives. Our Men of Valor three-day intensive workshops, led by Dr. Mark Laser and Dr. Greg Miller, are the most effective and affordable treatment program in the country. Our workshop alumni rate our workshops as life-changing. We also offer workshops for spouses and couples. If you're ready to make a change in your life and are seeking a treatment program provided by the top Christian experts in the sexual addiction field, visit us today at faithfulandtrue.com to learn more. That's faithfulandtrue.com. Stops beating for you And long after you're gone, gone, gone I'll love you long after you're gone, gone, gone Time now for the Trigger of the Week Trigger of the Week, Randy uh, Taken also, as we have in the past from our Tuesday night group Which is the group that meets most immediately prior to the day uh, Wednesday afternoon, generally when we record this show. Last night we had an incident where uh, one of the uh, uh, members of the group was responding to another member and 
without getting into what the comment was, it was a sarcastic comment. And uh, the, the member of the group toward whom that sarcastic comment was directed was triggered by the comment and uh, uh, got up and uh, left group and uh, was kind of sitting out in the hall. Uh, for, fortunately, I have a, a co-leader in the group, Russ Schmidt, and uh, he was able to go out and, and spend some uh, time with this man. And uh, uh, they talked through the fact that, uh, you know, sarcasm is generally a very humorous type of statement designed to get people to laugh. But underneath it, at times, there can be some kind of hidden anger. And as I look back on the situation, I think the the man who made the sarcastic comment was, in fact, dealing with some of his own anger last night. So the trigger of the week is sarcasm. And uh, I notice how oftentimes when we work with uh, our couples, uh, one of the things that can be triggering in both directions, husband to wife and wife to husband, is, uh, you know, sarcastic comments, which are, uh, you know, done under the cloak of humor, but really designed to be cutting. And the, the word itself uh, from um, the Greek means to cut the flesh. So uh, sarcastic remarks can be cutting. They're uh, very often triggering. And we have a hard time uh, dealing with them directly because the other person has said it so humorously. So it, you know, we're, we're instructed uh, biblically to guard our hearts, minds, and we're instructed to guard our words. And I think that would be an encouragement to all of us uh, not to say things that are cutting. Very effective trigger. Uh, let's return our listeners to today's show, which is Chapter 16 of The Fight of Your Life by Tim Clinton and Mark Laser. And um, as we said earlier, Chapter 16 is the final chapter. It's called Your Halftime Speech, Living the Dream to Love and to Be Loved. One of the things that I'm noticing about the chapter here as I'm rereading it uh, uh, is that it's a lot like in the 12-step program, which, uh, as I think many of our listeners know, we've talked about from time to time because, you know, um, when I first got into recovery, there were no other Christian-based programs, you know, so I had to go to a 12-step group. And, uh, you know, honestly, without the 12 steps and the work and tradition of Alcoholics Anonymous, I, I certainly wouldn't be sitting here. One of the things that's usually read at a 12-step meeting is something in uh, the big book called The Promises. And uh, the promises are kind of a list, a litany of uh, things that uh, members of a 12-step group can expect uh, uh, as a result of their uh, sobriety. And uh, without going through that list, I notice in the chapter here, as short as it is, we're kind of listing some of the things that you can look forward to if you decide to uh, live a life of uh, sexual purity. And uh, one of the uh, benefits of, of integrity uh, and purity is certainly being able to, uh, you know, face into life with a certain uh, self-confidence that uh, uh, you know where your brothers are, you know where your sisters are, you know where your friends and allies are, you know to lean more and surrender to God. Uh, the peace of mind, I think the word that the 12-step program would use, obviously, is serenity. And the promises uh, talk a lot about 
you know, um, serenity. You may also notice that if you become a man of integrity, a man of purity, uh, that uh, certain blessings uh, will start to flow more easily. It may result in a lot of your relationships uh, improving. It it may it, uh, result in uh, ongoing uh, job sense of fulfillment. Uh, it may result in uh, a, a greater sense of being able to control all aspects of your life, including the, the financial uh, qualities of your life. Uh, basically, one of the things the the promises talks about is that the fear and insecurity of our lives will leave us as as we gain uh, purity. So uh, there are, I think, uh, in this final chapter, uh, what we're trying to point out is uh, if you'll make uh, the conscious choice uh, to be the man that God calls you to be, there are a lot of things to look forward to. One of those things, and I love you bringing that up because as we just delivered this week's trigger of the week, you know, some might ask, why do you do this feature in every show? And it's been, it's been many, many shows now since we started with this uh, feature of trigger of the week. But we just got done talking about this week's trigger of the week. And you say in the book uh, on this last page, when you have moved into a place of freedom in your life, that means you've been honest with yourself about your journey. You know what your triggers are and have the insight to make deliberate choices that insulate you from the temptations. And as you and I work each week to be mm-hmm. fresh and yeah. and uh, original uh, in those triggers, and sometimes it's repetitious. I mean, you get to a point when you're on show 155 that uh, coming up with a, a different trigger every week can be a challenge. But what's important about pointing out those triggers to our listeners is ho- hopefully it's an, it's an eye-opening experience where they go, oh, yeah, I... I've been there. I've experienced that. Right. And and you're right. What we're trying to do is give the heads up so that the individual is on the lookout and right. and insulating himself, you know, from mm-hmm. from those temptations. Yeah, one of the things the promises talks about, we uh, and this is a line I've 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 got it memorized in my mind which must mean I've been to a lot of meetings and it does. Uh, one of the lines is situations that used to baffle us will no longer do so. So, you know, it's like triggers are situations that sometimes baffle us. They, uh, they uh, blindside us, you know, to use another football reference, I guess. But, you know, they'll, they'll hit us out of the blue, and uh, all of a sudden we know we're anxious or angry or sad, and we don't always know where it comes from. And uh, we sometimes think, you know, gee, that, that thing that happened was so trivial. How did it affect me? so profoundly and one of the things we do as we walk in purity is we learn how to you know to handle that kind of thing and uh the the triggers keep on coming one of our sayings around here is the triggers are the gift that keep on giving but what changes is uh knowing how to uh to effectively uh deal with them be honest about them get support and accountability around them learn how to express our feelings and emotions more directly and uh uh, one of the things that changes I've noticed over 28 years now is that the amount of time it takes me to recover from a from a trigger is is a matter of minutes, where it used to be the case that I didn't recover at all. Then it might have been weeks and then days, and then I think I'm at a point today where it's minutes. But it does happen all the time. 
Well, another one of the points that you and Tib make uh, in this final chapter is uh, reflecting, and this is a bit of a reflection back to the many weeks that we've been doing this series, and uh, when you talked about uh, the spiritual, uh, the importance of spirituality in uh, in the act of making love with your wife, right. and how uh, you'll you know, if you'll do the things that you're recommending in the book, you'll enjoy time together. There'll be pillow talk. There'll be tenderness in your touch. You'll connect and disclose your dreams and futures and goals and aspirations and much more. The sex will be deeper and more fulfilling. You'll be able to participate fully present in the moment and in a meaningful way with eyes wide open. And that just brought me back a couple of shows ago when you were talking about the concept of um, having the lights on and having your eyes open. Yeah, during sex, you know, it was the yada, yada, yada chapter. Right. Uh, uh, n- to know your spouse. I think that is one of the promises for those that are married or those that are looking forward to marriage. Uh, a life of sexual purity will lead to the greatest level of spiritual and emotional intimacy with a spouse, and that that deepens all aspects of the relationship, including the the sexual relationship. So... Uh, one of the things that happened uh, earlier today in a session we were having with a couple in another state, a session we were having by Skype, by the way, um, they've been in recovery now over a year. And, you know, normally we would expect a couple to bring in challenges that they've had in their relationship. But, you know, after a year of recovery, uh, there was none of that. Uh, they they are they were sitting next to each other. They were holding hands during the session. At one point, the husband put his arm around the uh, the wife and the wife leaned into him, and I said, you know, geez, our work here is done. But uh, one of the, the issues that they wanted to talk about was uh, uh, talking to their children about these issues. And uh, uh, I won't get into all of what brought that up, but I do think that that's another promise, uh, that uh, our relationships with our spouses will be deeply enriched, but our relationships with our children uh, will be deeply enriched. We will uh, kind of automatically know uh, how to respond to our kids because one of the things that was part of our conversation is that the you know one of the the five year old daughter had actually come across some uh, sexual activity pornographically online and that was an accidental exposure and you know the response that they had as as parents was was absolutely perfect. I mean, it was uh, understanding, it was not shaming, it was, you know, full of education and, and lots of encouragement. And and uh, I said, you know, you have just done with your daughter probably the most preventive thing that you could probably have done to make sure that the uh, lasting effect of having seen a pornographic image is not going to stay with her and lead her into a life of uh, sexual depravity or addiction. And uh, so, you know, the blessings uh, of uh, a life of purity are, are manifold. They're, they're legion. Uh, and um, the second half of your life, I think, uh, the second half of the game, uh, you'll just notice, notice how much more rewards and fulfillment and love and, and uh, all of that will be uh, such a rich part of your life. Well, I like as you have wrapped it up here, you give a mental image. And so many people are visual people. Some are very auditory, uh, whatever. But you give a mental picture here that I think is powerful because you say, picture yourself able to deal with the burn in your soul with your wife as the object 
of your desire. Not, you know, not other women, not, not images uh, in a magazine or on a video, but uh, just make your wife the object of your desire. It takes honor. It takes the hard work of making yourself a safe person who gets her. Mm -hmm. But consider the reward. Yeah. Which is maybe the theme of the second half of our show, the last chapter of the book, and uh, also uh, a theme I think we would leave with people. Consider the rewards. We've run the race. We've kept the faith. Uh, therefore, we have laid up for us a crown of righteousness, which is an old Greek Olympic symbol. Uh, maybe to close, Randy, maybe it's just good for uh, me to read this final paragraph. Uh, okay, please do. Uh, finally, and this is both Tim and I talking, we want all of you to know that we as men, husbands, fathers, counselors, and teachers, will pray daily for all of you men. We trust that you have been blessed, encouraged, challenged, and strengthened by this book. We join together now in the name of Jesus Christ and in the power of the Holy Spirit. We are God's team. It's game time. Let's roll. You've been listening to Dr. Mark Laser. My name is Randy Everett, and this has been the Men of Valor program. We hope that this series has been a blessing to you and has been uh, beneficial in providing guidance and inspiration for you. The book, The Fight of Your Life, is available at faithfulandtrue.com in our online bookstore and uh, is uh, easily accessed and uh, orderable. We thank you for joining us on this series, and we look forward to joining you again next week. In the meantime, we pray that uh, this week will be filled with many blessings and great vision. You've been listening to the Men of Valor program with Dr. Mark Laser. For information about this program or to learn more about Faithful and True, visit us at faithfulandtrue.com. That's faithfulandtrue.com.